0: Less. We will get into our next special guest That's on the line right now guys um, Wow He's an actor extraordinaire From the Karate Kid film franchise He also appeared in season 2 Of Cobra Kai Reprising his role As Jimmy uh, One of the OG Cobra Kais We have actor Tony O'Dell
1: Tony How you O'Dell?
0: Good to have you on hey, Below tony Calls.
1: It's, it's uh, great to be here.
0: Good to have you, Tony. Good to have you, yeah. Hey, you so, know, well, it's not my bedtime yet. <laughs> I know. In LA, in L.A., it's a little earlier, so that's good. Right. That's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> if you're on the East Coast time, it might be a different story, like some yeah. of us.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You know, I hit the sack <laughs> pretty early these days, you know. It's getting darker <laughs> earlier, so, uh, you know, if I start to sit on the couch to watch a movie at 8 o'clock, I'm done. Okay.
0: well uh we definitely have to talk about for those of us in the uh, pennsylvania and maryland area in oaks pa uh we got a cobra kai reunion with you and ron thomas who plays bobby one of the og cobra kai and of course you got some of the new cast the new blood of cobra kai yeah we we have jacob
1: uh, bertrand and and um Peyton List. Peyton List is doing it too. I mean, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a blast.
0: Oh, yeah. Very, very cool. So we gotta talk about how how first of all, your thoughts on Cobra Kai. Um we think it's like one of the greatest reinterpretations of an 80s franchise. Um and it really is a sequel because it's you know, you bring in the OGs from the original film franchise and paying respect, which is very important. We we've
1: Myself and Chachi, we really think it's one of the best sequels. I say the best, yeah. Or even D-Best. to be best. honest with you, I don't know if there has ever been like – well, I don't think. You guys can correct me if you want. Um, I don't think that there's ever been like a movie that came back as a series 37 years later. Ever. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's ever been –
0: There's done. been other movies, but uh, maybe not too many TV shows. Correct. Other
1: movies, but to come back as a sequel 37 years later – um and my take on it is i think um hayden and josh and john the creators r- the writers of the show i think they have done an absolute incredible job at at basically just bringing this story forward 37 years Absolutely. later they have the same feel they have the same vibe the the music, of course, you have your 80s music and stuff. The music is great, um, but it's just awesome how they have now gotten into Johnny's backstory and they've made him a real kind of, you know, human flawed, you know, this flawed person. And um, I was thrilled with what they did with my character, Jimmy, who, you know, only had two lines in um, Karate Kid And most people always think I I didn't just because one's up on the, you know, on the hill on the cliff. And when I say my line, it's the cameras on. They chose Billy's reaction to my line. And then the other arm versus a skeleton at the fence. So who really knows what I'm saying? But they (laughs) they did my character Jimmy such justice. And it's interesting because when John Appleton first cast me. There was only going to be four cobra kais so just so everybody knows there was only going to be johnny tommy bobby and dutch he'd only picked four and i auditioned for him and he said you know i was only going to have four but i'm going to add you and make you the fifth and wow wow yeah. and i was like oh okay didn't really know what it meant none of us knew what karate kid was going to become but he said i'm going to make you the fifth now you have a very young boyish kind of look so i'm going to make you the tag along so yeah i'm going to be back there you know like the wannabe, right? Yeah. And what he what they did now in in Cobra Kai they're like I think they just literally they did it perfectly. It's like what would a wannabe if he was a wannabe, he's kind of a nice guy. Okay, we're going to make Jimmy. He's married now, he has two kids. Right. You know, and it was perfect with with what they did with Ron Thomas who played Bobby because you know, he was the one in Karate Kid who was like you know, no sense. I, I can't I can't do that. You know, he's had enough. Right. You know, and the voice of reason, the voice of reason. And now they made him a pastor. Yeah. Yes. It was just like they literally yes. just took Okay, yes. these characters. Let's take those characters and let's bring them to light and, and let's, you know, evolve them 37 years. And I think what they've done with the series is absolutely phenomenal and now you have your karate kid fans the older parents who have seen the movie who are turning their kids on to karate kid but now there's the younger generation so now the younger generation can also watch cobra kai and enjoy it it's not just a bunch of um of us old fogies
2: yeah and like <laughs> that's, normally, that's right normally these sequels or like remixes or whatever normally they make the original um, property worse because they kind of ruin it this actually uplifted karate kid in the series because it Gave this whole entire backstory that Karate Kid never had time to do because it's only like an hour and a half to two hour movie. Right. And now these characters are all fleshed out. You know, you understand why they did what they did. You understand why Johnny had, um you know, was kind of like a bully because he had this horrible stepfather who was a bully mm-hmm. to him. And like, um it really just, it really elevated the whole franchise, which shed some light. Okay. Yeah, easy. they the really
1: jokes, just really know. taken everything and just, you know, just this, the character development for everybody. Mm-hmm has been phenomenal. And these guys are such great writers. You know, these guys were all, they were all going to law school together. They were buddies in law school and they were like, you know what? Let's, let's ditch life and uh, law school and just let's, we're, we're going to become writers. And we're going to yeah, write. I know. <laughs> that's
3: pretty you know, amazing. So they cool. were
1: karate kid fanatics. They were karate kid mm-hmm. buffs. And that's why it's Billy so and involved and pitch different types of stories and opportunities Uh, You know, remakes of Karate Kid and and I think Billy and Ralph through the years have been like, no, no, you know, they really wanted to just maintain what Karate Kid was. And they were all and obviously just wanted to keep it. Just keep it, you know, classy and respectful, everything that, that that movie was and not do some schlocky. And they knew when they read this, they were like, oh. Yeah, this is it.
0: Yeah. Well, I
2: mean, you so, were in the um, 2007 music video by the um, No More Kings, "Sweep the Leg." Yeah. You think that? You think that led to um, having um, Cobra Kai created? Because that was kind of like, you know, where is Johnny now? What is he doing? That was. Um...
1: You know, it it might ha- it might have um, it might have, but I know that that the topic has come up, you know, throughout the years of there being. Right. A re- or whatever maybe this was a little bit of a a precursor a little bit of a just a little taste you know enough to ignite a few minds and and um i don't know how long hayden and john and josh had been working on this Uh, i don't even know if they had any connection to no more kings or any of that but i'm glad we're here and um i love it and for me it's just been amazing to be able to still have this incredible experience 37 years later. And when we did Cobra Kai and we're all sitting in the bar scene and we're in between scenes and we're looking at each other, it felt so weird. I mean, granted, Chad wasn't <laughs> there, but it, yeah, it felt so weird because we're looking at each other and it's like, wow it's literally like we haven't stepped off the set and I love it. Wow. We just look a little bit older, but just a little bit older. <laughs> just a little bit, just
0: a little yeah. bit, not a lot. Yeah. So, so Tony, you get the call from the producers to reprise your role. What's going on through your mind?
1: Um, it's just kind of, it, it was just mind boggling. Um, I had yeah. heard, that, you know, that they were going to be calling and we were kind of trying to get a, they were getting the deal in place and all that. And, I was working on set, i um, coaching for Disney Channel on a show called Sydney to the Max, and they're like, okay, awesome. well, they're going to be calling, so can you free yourself up for the phone call? And I did, and they were just, they couldn't have been nicer. And they're like, Tony, we we got you, we're going to develop your character, we're going to give, you know, if you ever thought that Jimmy didn't have a voice, Jimmy's going to have a voice. Yes, and I love the, it. Naysayers said, oh, you, you know, he only had, didn't have any lines or whatever. He goes. He goes. No, they said you're. You're going to have a lot to do. You're going to have uh, yeah. edicts. You're going to have comedic stuff. You're going to have fun stuff. You're going to have a bar fight. You're going to yeah guys can have a lot of <laughs> scenes. And I was just um afterwards, I just thanked them so much and just said thank you for giving Jimmy wow. a, a voice and so and you didn't, didn't have to audition, Tony. To,
0: you didn't have to audition. They just called you and offered you a, the
1: reprisal role. Correct. Awesome. I guess they were really trusting that I could still act. <laughs> <laughs> we well, you definitely did. They hey, they went out on a limb. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, and, and and I think they knew that. obviously they knew that I had done head of the class for after um after uh, Karate Kid. Of course, I went and did the famous movie Chopping Mall.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Um,
1: which fortunately wasn't monks. the death of my, wasn't the death of my career but <laughs> and I, then i got head of the class and i did you know head of the class for five years 114 episodes so they knew that i also had the comedy side to me and so many of the shows i coach on um are sitcoms i coach on secrets of sulfur springs which is more of a you know uh teenage spence mystery on disney channel and disney plus i coach on that show um but they just knew that I have so much background in, yes, you know, in acting and coaching, and um, you know, I coached Zendaya for eleven years, and Zendaya has wow. gone on to do phenomenal things and really? started, really? Off, with her, and started off with her on Shake It Up in 2000 and, uh, 2010, I think. And now she's
0: an Emmy winner, wow. winner mm-hmm. because of you for not,
1: Well. I'd like to think that maybe it had a, a, a something to to do with it. I know that Sam, who's the creator and the writer and the director of Euphoria, it does amazing things with her. And um, yes, I think for Euphoria, all she and I did was read uh, the you know the table uh, the table draft together before she went and started. Um, um, and I you know I did coach her for you know screen tests for for you know Greatest Showman and all that other stuff. So. I there, there's a there's a piece of me there um yeah I'm, I'm just so very proud good. of her I'm proud That's of awesome. her. She's her she's her own lady now
2: very cool well I mean before we get to the head of the class and chopping ball and stuff um last year we unfortunately lost uh, Rob Garrison who played um Tommy mm-hmm. in Cobra Kai um, what was it like um working with Tommy again and and plus him dealing with um real life cancer um, mm-hmm. um during that shooting
1: so first of all, to get together with with you know Ron and Billy and Rob, um, Rob and I have always we're always close. Billy and Rob were always incredibly close, um, and so it was phenomenal for all of us to be together. But one thing that um, I want to definitely make clear, and we just did this when we did um, when we did. Uh, Texas big Texas con this last weekend they asked the same thing about Rob being sick and Rob was not sick during high. Oh, really? he was oh, not wow. sick at all and it's understandable people would think that and I think partly is because he played sick and mm-hmm. you know and so and maybe that there's some confusion there but Rob was perfectly fine he wasn't sick yeah it wasn't until nine or ten months later a year later that he actually got pneumonia Mm. um he got sick he went to the hospital and they said okay you got a pretty bad case of pneumonia and then that pneumonia just kept getting worse and then i think they had to put him i i think on a respirator and uh billy was kind of calling me and giving me updates because billy was talking with his sister uh, and then i do i did hear that uh, that maybe they did discover some other things um but by that time it was it was too late but he he Mm. he um he was perfectly fine during cobra kai we had a blast we all went out to dinner and had fun and you know um he and i talked countless times after after that uh he had really wanted he would really was really hoping that tommy was going to be able to go back but oh, man. you know but, sadly again, i think that kind of in a way that jilted him maybe because you know of what happened to him in the episode and mm-hmm. but you know the guys uh had life imitating art, actually. Yeah. Out of having his character actually come back in a dream that that Johnny has. Oh, wow. You know, just wow. because someone's necessarily or they kill a character or whatever doesn't necessarily, you know, there's lots of different ways someone can come Absolutely. back in a flashback or in a dream or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, yep. Yep. Unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, that that didn't happen. And it's it's just hard because he's, you know, he's one of the five. Definitely. And sadly, well, also, I'm sorry
0: I'm
3: So sorry.
0: Thank you. Yeah, definitely. And life sadly imitating art because yeah, his character of Tommy passed away in Cobra Kai. And sadly we lost uh, Rob Garrison. Um, well, I, we got to talk about head of the class because HBO max just announced that Robin Givens is returning to the HBO max. Uh, I'm guessing now a sequel series similar, you know, with, with Cobra Kai, you know, um, years later getting another, uh, uh, series. Um, what can you tell us about the possibility of Alan, your character Alan?
1: Well, they I'm shot sure they shot the ten episodes, so I know okay. that that season is done. Okay. Um, I you know I have talked to Robin, and I do know that um, that she did. I think one or two episodes, which is awesome. Um, I do know though that you know head of the class. The, it has the title, but. I don't even think it's not at Fillmore High, and the characters are not the same. They're all brand-new characters. You know, it's not an older teacher. It's – I forget the actress's name. I know she's, like, 24 or 25. But there's nothing about it that is really the same as head of the class other than they are, I think, some gifted students in an IHP program. Okay. But um, not the same school, not the same characters. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how, you know – how i how it goes. I actually have friends who work on the show. I have one who's one of the the head writers, and I have another friend who did costumes for the show. so oh, cool, uh, you know, I hope it does well, and who knows i don't I don't if I went back, I certainly don't think I'd be back as Alan. I don't think that Robin went back as Darlene. I' oh, no. read that she no. I
0: read that she came back as Darlene and as a lawyer. That's what I read oh, in the okay.
1: article. Oh, so maybe she did. Okay. Yeah. So which means that. Well, this you know, it, it, it makes sense that you've done more homework than I have. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> what yeah, kind of future? I, maybe, did and you... I guess she, maybe she did. Um, yeah. I, never, I never even thought to ask her, you know, did you play? The only thing I asked her is, hey, when I'm doing interviews, can I talk about the fact that you did Can I talk about the fact that you did it? Because I didn't want to do, you know, have it be a spoiler.
0: Right. Yeah. They just actually just released this article the other day. So, yeah. Uh, Which I think is great timing. (laughs) Fantastic. But where do you think Alan, like if Alan came back on the show, what do you think would be best for his character?
1: Well, you know what Alan was like, right? Yeah. He was a preppy, staunch, preppy. Republican, Mm -hmm. loved Ronald Reagan, and completely socially inept. (laughs) He's the kind of person that would go up to someone and say, you know, I can tell that you have so much life experience. Now, I can tell by all the lines on your face. He he just, he was completely socially inept. Um, I think that Alan went off to Harvard, and I think his brain blew up and he became a stoner. (laughs)
2: think he be running like a tech company or anything?
1: <laughs> I could see that. Maybe, but I I always thought that if they let me come back as Alan or Alan, you know, I would almost would have wanted to bring back Alan as almost like Charlie Moore, oh, <laughs> just this cool dude, or just like I said, this guy who he was so driven to get to Harvard and right, um, you know, uh, and he was so like. He was so pathetic because he was so, just kind of he was just so like above. I thought he was above everybody and and really had that kind of that attitude about him. And I would have liked to have seen him get shit on a few times. And, <laughs> can I say that uh, on the show? Can oh, you I can say say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah it's below the belt
0: show. You can shoot below okay. the belt. I just
1: want to see if you know, it would have been good for Alan to get shit on a few times. And maybe get his ass kicked. <laughs> um, in a bar by some of the Cobra Kai's, and
0: yes, yes, I love it.
1: And maybe have just like kind of chilled out, and like I said, yeah, maybe he's like a a stoner or something. I don't know, but um, I That'd wouldn't have wanted to bring him. I, I I wouldn't have wanted him to be the same. I would have wanted to be, have fun with him, you know.
3: Okay, Definitely. So I have a, I have a quick question. It's about Cobra Kai. Uh, well, I think I have two. One is. Did you know how to do karate before the Karate Kid? So, Excellent question. Um, and how did being in the Karate Kid change your life? Did you notice an immediate shift or was it sort of over time you sort of noticed that perhaps it was or was not helping you? I can't imagine that it, it wouldn't have.
1: Okay, great questions. Um, I did not know karate before I got Karate Kid. Uh, Like I said, I auditioned for John Avildsen. He loved what I did as an actor, and he decided he was going to make me the fifth. I did not go in and having any karate experience. Ron Thomas, I think, was a second degree black belt. Now Ron's a sixth degree black belt. Chad McQueen had a lot of fighting experience due to his relationship with Pat Johnson and his father, um, Steve McQueen. Uh, Billy trained for the movie. I trained for the movie. Rob trained for the movie. Uh, we did not have any um, any fighting experience whatsoever. And in terms of what it did for me, you know, it was just so great to be able to walk into casting offices after Karate Kid, and that can only but help being on your resume when they know that you've done a movie as big as karate kid with mm-hmm. the director john avaldson um you know and you go into the uh, an office like head of the class and oh wow wow you're one of the cobra kais wow great you know it just i tell that to all my clients too the more you can get on that resume and and have and and have them see that you're current that you're working and that you have something they have something great to talk about with you when mm-hmm. you're in this and Oh, yeah. You know, And let's not forget, you know, the, the residuals uh, from Karate Kid. Heck, have been, yeah. They've been they've been kind of they've kind of been a blessing. They've been a blessing. They've partly, you know, this is the home that was I in this home when I did Karate Kid? No, I was in this home uh, on the second season of Head of the Class. But it's all been, a you know, this home is all a part of of that. And um, I love it. I just have so much, you know, gratitude for for Karate Kid head of the class uh, for the things that have really been amazing stepping stones in my life, learning experiences. I've formed friendships for life, and um, they've just done a lot for me.
3: How was it working with John Avildsen? I I was able to interview him a few years ago, and he was such a kind, quiet, almost grounded person. I would have loved to have worked with him. Um, How did you how did working with him help you in the film?
1: He just had such great direction. He was, you know, extremely professional, very concise. He knew what he wanted. Yeah. Um, there wasn't, you know, it wasn't a lot of screwing around on set. You know, you're working with the director who just came off of Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, He probably learned how to punch a bit, too, when he was doing that. (laughs) I want to mess with him. But, you know, I remember times, you know, if if if. If if there was something that, you know, not cross John, but just, uh, you know, John has had a way of just giving a look and it's just like that's not going to happen. I remember I think Ron tells the story better than I do. I think it was like three or four o'clock in the morning. We were all exhausted. It was one of the dojo scenes. Where we're all doing, you know, the whole all the whole dojo practice, and then Ralph comes in in the back with Miyagi, and it was like three. I mean, Daniel, yeah, Daniel and Miyagi, and and I think it was like three or four o'clock in the morning. We were filming in a in a place that was on Lancashire here in North Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It was like three or four in the morning, and we all just decided that. On one of the takes, when he says, when Cree says, you know, gentlemen, fall into place. I, that, you know, you, that we would all take our, all take our positions in the class. And all of us just fell. We we all worked it out that we were all just going to fall forward, <laughs> flat on. <our> faces, <laughs> because it was three or four o'clock in the morning. Right. We were dead tired. And John Abelson walked up after and you know, had a little bit of a smirk on his face and he said very funny gentlemen <laughs> very
3: funny.
1: Yeah. don't do it again
3: yeah.
0: that was amazing i love like, it don't do it again
2: yeah uh, you mentioned you mentioned um chad mcqueen who played um dutch we have yet to see him in cobra kai was there any talk about bringing him in when you guys um Got together or
1: yes are they-, they 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 wanted to get chad i know he had obligations and things i know he has a mcqueen racing team that's in palm springs um okay. he's still very involved in racing um and i know that there was talk in getting him in that episode and it couldn't happen and i think there's still talk about possibly you know him getting in there Uh, some way, somehow. Um, He's a busy guy and he's very involved with the racing. And, um, you know, I don't know how much, I don't know how important acting is to him now. Um, I haven't talked to him. I actually haven't seen him since the premiere of uh, Karate Kid that was done with Will Smith and Jaden Smith. Uh, I haven't seen him since that premiere. And to be honest with you, when I saw him at that premiere, I hadn't seen him since we finished the movie. Since oh, my goodness. Finished- wow. Yeah.
0: wow. Yeah. Wow. So, of course, uh, season four of Cobra Kai drops uh, New Year's Eve, I believe. Um, is there anything you could tell us about the return of the OGs, the original Cobra Kais, and when if we can expect them in season four or other seasons.
1: The only thing I can tell you is there's going to be a season four.
2: (laughs) We're super excited. Now, earlier you mentioned, um, Chopping Mall. Are you surprised at how much of a cult following that movie has now after all these years?
1: I actually am surprised. Um, but I'm actually really digging it. And I just think that we have to it, it also has, has to be redone because all the rest of my career has been rebooted there you ah. go that's more work my, my career has been mm-hmm. one big reboot i mean <laughs> karate yes. kid and head of the class of the class yeah and i think jim wynorski the director of chopping Mall, actually um has tried to work on some ideas for a reboot and has run it by the studio um and so I know there's some fans out there that would love to see it. Um, I I think it'd be so easy to say that, that um, I could come up with, you know, she and I got married after the end of Chopping Mall. We got married and and there's there's so many ways you can go with it. Um, so who knows? But it's so it's so fun and. It's just it's a crack so of the uh-huh. So, huh? It
2: so, it's so 80s. I love it. Like the scene, like the, the mall scene. Was that, was that the Sherman Oaks Galleria?
1: It that was. Mall? It was the Sherman Oaks okay. Galleria. The exterior then yes, was, was the Beverly Center, was the exterior. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, so, it's so,
2: Beverly, so where they also filmed um, Fast Times. So, it was a very 80s. It's, it's awesome seeing the stores in the background. It's awesome, like, you know, this having the raunchy, like, you know, sex type of horror movie I <laughs> used to see back in the day, which I love. Um, just a like really um enjoyable film if you haven't seen it yet
1: i did an absolute terrible horror film before i think somewhere along the, the the ways uh was called evils of the night okay and it star it was with uh john carradine oh wow aldo ray neville brand julie newmar and tina louise okay <laughs> i died in the movie being lasered by tina louise's laser ring that is wild i love it it's been a very it's been a very interesting career awesome (laughs) well well, (laughs) tony wow
3: coaching
0: oh Allie, yes please sorry
3: do you still um do a lot of coaching as well um or you shifted more to um more acting yourself
1: um i'm really doing i'm doing a lot of coaching as well um like i said i i was doing sydney to the max for disney channel which just uh, I think that show is is gonna is done, and I'm doing um, Secrets of Sulphur Springs, and I just finished shooting the second season in New Orleans. Um, I love going on a set and working with the cast, and, and teaching all these these young kids just the, the way to you know do their character work and and help them memorizing their their material and showing them just you know the best way to be a an awesome professional actor. Um, I have other clients you know like is off and she's doing her thing when i see her i see her um you know i just saw her for 25th birthday uh so Mm. we'll always be you know we'll always be close and you know when she needs me i'm here Um,
3: that's awesome i love
1: yeah we have a great relationship and but i have other clients you know um, one just finished a nickelodeon show another one's on broadway right now so i just have I have a lot of, you know, not a lot of clients, but the clients are all doing well, and it's um, something I love. Awesome. I just don't have a lot of time for it, but um, but I love it. That is. I really enjoyed
3: watching um, Sydney to the Max. Um, My daughter loves that show, so we used to watch it all the time.
1: So you did very good job. It was really fun. Disney Channel's been really good to me. Like I said, I did, you know, started with Shake It Up with Disney Channel, and then coached on the first season of girl meets world and then i did casey Undercover zendaya i saw Um, you were in
3: a couple episodes of that and i also did watch girl um i saw you were in a couple episodes of um casey undercover as well
1: yeah i was in an episode or two of casey undercover i was an episode or two of shake it up so i find i find my way of weaseling into these yes that's awesome (laughs) you know and i and i probably for george lopez show which i coached on george lopez show for five years you know, I probably did seventeen voiceovers for that show, as well as a nice. few appearances as well. So, and, and I heard
0: George uh, has a pilot in the works on Amazon.
1: He does have a pilot. I, I I don't know if he has one or he has a couple things going on right yeah, now. Yeah, so you might have to reach out.
3: <laughs> I love it.
1: So well, yeah, Tony- we've been in contact. I texted him when I was in New Orleans, and um, yeah, and, and I think he's going to be doing this pilot with his daughter Mayan, who yeah. I you know I talk to all the time. I love it. Well, Tony, this is tremendous, man. Uh, thanks so much for uh, talking
0: to us here on Below the Belt Show. Of course, if you're in the Maryland area, the Pennsylvania area, Philadelphia, and surrounding areas, New Jersey, Monstermania.net is the official website of
1: the ultimate
0: pop horror, pop culture in horror con.
1: I can't wait to go to Monstermania. Yes. Tony's oh, in the it's house. A fun con. It's fun First time, and it's as the kids say, it's going to be lit. Lit. It's going to be lit. it's gonna be fire i love it it. it's gonna be uh yeah yeah, a
0: couple of us will be in attendance we're gonna stop by and say hello definitely that's awesome i hope you do awesome well tony before we let you go if you could let us know who you are throw out your character from karate kid cobra kai let us know you're on below the belt show
1: hi this is tony odell i played jimmy in karate kid and cobra kai and you are listening to below the belt show awesome. no mercy <laughs> no mercy strike first strike hard no mercy yeah. sir yes <laughs> we're gonna loop that all in i love it awesome. tony
0: thanks so much we're gonna check you out monster mania and, and see you and and Ron Thomas, Peyton List, yeah. uh, Jacob Bertrand, and the rest uh, of the Let's celebrities and attendance. Um,
2: a quick snapshot on the count of three. Oh,
0: Everybody. yeah. Sure. Okay. okay.
2: One, two, three. Awesome.
1: <laughs> did it look good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Looks see great. you guys. I can't see me.
2: But oh, we see you. You look great. If you it's, think it's, it's in there? Job,
1: because the last podcast I did, they didn't tell me they were shooting it, and you got this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I looked like I had a really bad case of Bell's palsy and my face was, you just know up. what? I'm looking at the photo right now. You look amazing, Tony.
2: Okay.
1: I'm okay. I'm doing okay for 85. Yeah. No you Bell's great. palsy. Thanks.
0: No Bell's palsy.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: Awesome. All right, Tony, have a great night.
1: Thank you. Tony. All right. You guys too. Thank you very much. Bye. Enjoy, enjoy. Bye. Time. Bye. See you guys. Awesome. Yeah. You too.